As we say goodbye to 2019 and welcome a new year, it's natural for us to be thinking about one thing, goals. Today we talk about why we fail at goal making. Enjoy. Hey, what's up guys? This is John Ryan Cantu and this is Leading the Christian Leadership Podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? God bless you, and welcome to another episode of Leading the Christian Leadership Podcast. I am your host, John Ryan Cantu. This is a show that brings you leadership tips from ministry leaders, business leaders, entrepreneurs, people who have been where you are, people who have been where you are trying to go. We bring them every uh, in every week for interviews, and we, uh, we talk to them. We get some insight from them, pick their brain. Today is actually going to be a different uh, format. It's going to be me, just me, because... We're ending the year, we're ending 2019, and um, we want to talk about a few things as we get into this new uh, this new year, this new decade. Uh, but if you are listening to this, and it's not 2019, it's not even 2020, uh, maybe you're listening well into the future, uh, this is still a message that... Uh, is is relevant to any time, um, not just at the turn of years, not just at the turn of the decade, uh, really any time. So um, stick around, stay tuned. Um, I read an article from Business Insider. It was called The Psychology Behind Why We're So Bad at Keeping New Year's Resolutions by Lindsay Dodson, Dodson, some, some, some Dodson form. Um, and, and here are some of the, the article's main takeaways. Uh, about 80% of people fail to stick to their New Year's resolutions for longer than six weeks. I definitely see this at the gym year after year. I hate going to the gym in January. It, it, it's, it's like way too crowded. Um, but then those, those numbers begin to dwindle when we get to around March they, they, they go down substantially and all is right with the world again. I don't have to wait around for a piece of equipment. Um, so yeah, 80, 80% of people fail to stick to their news resolutions for longer than six weeks. Okay. Um, they also say most resolutions involve trying to be healthier in some way, hence the crowded gyms. Uh, psychological reasons we don't succeed include overthinking how arduous our, regu- our resolutions will be and leaving ourselves mental get-out clauses. Okay, this one is interesting, and this doesn't just pertain to New Year's resolutions, but really goal-making in general. And many times, we tend to look at the goal, and we say, yes, I want it. I want the prize. This is what I want. But then, we look at the obstacle, and we say, wow, but look at what I have to go through to get there. And, And so, it's a battle between the goal and the obstacle. And many times the obstacle wins, right? You're, you're probably familiar with the, uh, the story of Peter being called out onto the waters by Jesus. Peter wants to get to Jesus, right? Uh, he sees him and, and, and he asks him, if it's you, um, call me out there. Call me out to be with you. And so Jesus even has, you know, he, Peter has the affirmation of Jesus who basically says, yes, you can do it. Come, come over. I welcome you. I invite you. Uh, Let me actually read from that passage. It's Matthew 14, uh, 25 through 30 is what we'll read. 
It says, shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. And when the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage, it is I. Do not be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, Let tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got out of the boat, walked on the water, and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. So, such a great story. But, you know, Peter had everything that he needed to get to Jesus. He had the literal calling of God. Uh, He had the faith. Uh, He had that boldness to take this first step out of the boat. But then he got distracted. With what? With the obstacle. Well, there's always going to be an obstacle of some sort. That's the first thing that we have to realize when we are making a goal. You have to realize that there is going to be some type of of barrier uh, between where you currently are and where you want to get to. And so what we have to do is we have to decide if it's worth it, if it's worth over overcoming for the prize. And if it is, then we focus on that. That's what we need to focus on, not the obstacle. Jesus should have stayed focused on getting to Jesus, not the raging waves and the wind and and the water that he was walking on, which is very, um, I I can imagine what he was going through, um, what was going through in his mind at that particular time, uh, defying the very laws of gravity. Um, But that's what we have to do. We We have to be aware that there's going to be an obstacle and we have to kind of be unfazed by it. And look at the goal that we're trying to uh, trying to accomplish. The article says we leave out ourselves. No, no, read that wrong. We leave ourselves too many mental get out clauses in our goal making. I'll read that again. We leave ourselves too many mental get out clauses in our goal making. Maybe you have a goal to get out of debt. Another uh, study published in Personality and Social Psychology Bulletin said that 20% of our goals are related to getting out of debt. So let's say that you have a goal to get out of debt. Uh, What would a mental get out clause look like in that situation? Well, maybe you get to May. All right, you start this journey to get out of debt uh, in January. By the by, the end of the year, you want to be completely debt free. Okay. Maybe you get to May and you're exhausted. Work has been beating you and you have no time for your family and your friends and your social life has just been struggling. And so you say, I need a vacation. I am ready for a vacation. Now, I love vacations. I, my wife says I live for vacations. I mean, like, yeah, why not? I mean, the, the the world is so beautiful not to explore it and travel it, and and life is is kind of hard sometimes, and sometimes you just need to rest. So I get it. Vacations are great. Now, for the purpose of this example here, say you're ready for that vacation, but you can't really afford it. All right, and you're in May. You want to you want to try to tri- uh, take a trip uh, in the summertime in June, but you don't have the money for it. So so you're very tempted to put it on a credit card, and you justify it. Well, I deserve this. I've been working hard. Uh, we've we've come this far already out of debt. Like I, I I can I can splurge a little bit. And and you say, well, I'll pay it off quickly, right? These are all things that I've told myself before, by the way. Um, that's a mental get out clause that is counterproductive to your goals. 
Forbes published an article in two, uh, 2017 that said that nearly 75% of people say that they have gone into debt for a vacation, according to one study. And as someone who is a part of that 70% or has been a part of that 75% before, I can I can tell you that it's no fun getting back from the vacation and then having to pay for it. <laughs> so, that, you know, that's obviously this is not a money show. So that's one example of a mental get out clause. All right. So the key is is to make like no exception rules, because when the plan isn't cl- clearly defined, it's easy to make up rules along the way that don't complement the goals that you're trying to stick to. So I want to lay out three main reasons here that people don't stick to their goals uh, because we uh, we don't make goals to fail them. Right. I mean, that, that's not what we that's not what we're thinking when we make a goal. Uh, if we have goals, we obviously want to get there. So let's try to understand why uh, we many times don't get there. Number one, our goals are too vague. You've probably heard this before. Uh, our goals are too vague. I, I, I still remember a conversation that I had with one of the direct, uh, directors of the private school that I was attending in high school. It was one of those parent-teacher meetings, and I had expressed that I wanted to graduate a year early, and uh, it was just something I wanted to do. I, I really didn't have a reason for wanting to do it other than just wanting to get out of school already, and and so I said it, and the director asked me, well, how are you going to do that? And I I had no idea. I didn't have an answer because I didn't, I didn't know. I hadn't really thought about it. It's just something that I wanted. Um, I did end up graduating a year early, by the way, um, but I, I really just got lucky. It wasn't anything that I did. There was no strategic plan that I had. I just kind of got lucky. Sometimes you might get lucky, but most of the times, a goal without a plan is just a wish, right? That's a famous quote by you know, a French gentleman whose name I cannot pronounce, but it's true. We, uh, w- what, w- what we make many times are wishes, not goals. So, you know, if you say something like, well, I want to lose weight this year. Okay. How much weight? You know, maybe you define it. Maybe you say, okay, let's say 20 pounds. You want to lose 20 pounds. Okay. Now we're a little bit more specific, but that's still a little vague because pounds don't just get lost on their own. Right? So what, what are you going to do to lose those 20 pounds? Well, I'm going to diet. I'm going to go to the gym. Well, I mean, that's that's still a little too vague. What will the diet look like? Are you cutting carbs, calories? Are you doing cardio? How many days a week? Are you taking a cheat meal once a week, a, a, a cheat day? I, I know it's tedious, all these questions that we have to have answers for, but it's got to be done. You know, business plans are these incredibly boring, long, dense documents, uh, but they're that way because they're they're so detailed because they have to be. Every goal needs to be in some sort of, manner, a plan that will tell you exactly what needs to be done, like business plans. So maybe for, you know, for illustrative purposes, the title of your plan is lose 20 pounds. Okay. That's, that's the title. That's, that's the goal. That's what you want. That's the, that's the, that's the dream right there. But inside of that, there needs to be these smaller tasks that will all equal up to the goal. So maybe, okay. Um, step one, eat six small meals every day, uh, strength train Monday, Wednesday, Friday, do cardio Tuesday, Thursdays. You know, if you stick to that, that will over time lead to those 20 pounds lost. So make your goals specific, make sure there's a plan attached to each one. Okay. That's number one. Number two, uh, we don't want it bad enough over the last several years. 
um, I've developed a, a very strong desire to learn how to fly. It's just kind of something I've, I've, I've wanted to do for a long time. And right by my house, just this year, I discovered that there is this flight school within about three miles from where I live. And I requested information. They called me. Um, you know, I'm planning on going to visit them. They offer this like this uh, this consult consultation with the flight instructor instructor where I actually get to be hands on in the cockpit. And, and man, I'm, I'm uber excited about that. But honestly. And I've, I've tried to be honest with myself. I don't, I don't know that I want it bad enough for, for this season of my life because I have other goals that supersede my goal of wanting to fly that most times are going to get in the way of me actually learning how to fly. So, you know, if, if it was like on my top three goals, then I'd probably clear my schedule and make it a priority and make sure that it gets done. So what, what people have to do we need to be honest with ourselves. You have to be honest with yourself. Is your goal something that you want bad enough that it will take priority over other things? Because if it's not, it's not if it's not something that you want bad enough, you have to know that your obstacles associated with that goal are going to have the victory and you're not going to accomplish that goal. And it you know, it's okay to have goals that don't that you don't work on like today, right now. But don't commit to something in your mind as an immediate goal that you're trying to reach if you know that you don't want it bad enough today to make the sacrifice. So just kind of know on a on a priority scale um, where each goal kind of falls. Um, I, I think that'll that'll help a lot because if if you have one goal in mind that you absolutely want to get to, that that is what is going to exert most of your your energy and your your time. All right, number three, we're overwhelmed. <sighs> yeah, when you're overwhelmed at work, um, you can't really quit your job. I mean, you can, but there's there's major consequences to that. If you quit your job, you don't get paid. If you're overwhelmed with your family. Uh, you can't really walk out on them because that's well, that's a it's a real jerk move above <laughs> many other things. Um, when you're overwhelmed with things that you can't really control, it only fuels that overwhelmingness. You kind of get more overwhelmed. But if you're overwhelmed with something that you can control, something that you can easily throw in the towel to, you might do it. And and for the most part, we control our goals. We control whether we stick to them or not. Uh, whether we're putting in the work or not. So if we're overwhelmed, it's very tempting to give up on them. But here's the thing. You are going to get overwhelmed. It's going to happen. <laughs> and it, it, it's normal. And in those situations, you, you don't want to burn yourself out to the uh, or stress yourself out to the point that it's unhealthy. But quitting is only going to be a cause of regret later on. So Another example, maybe let's say you're in school so that later you can get a better job, but you're so overwhelmed with your current job um, and school on top of that, that you think, well, maybe it's not worth it for me to go to school right now. So you drop out. Well, now you're going to regret quitting later because while you're no longer overwhelmed currently, you're going to be stuck at that job that doesn't pay as much as it would have if you had completed 
school. So quitting on our goals, it 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 really maybe just satisfies the 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 now, uh, the temporary. You know, it kind of takes off a a burden. You know, we don't have to worry about this. We don't have to put in the work. We don't have to feel bad about you know missing a day or something. So you know, we kind of just we just say, you know what, I'm I'm done. But quitting on our goals should never be the answer, especially when we're overwhelmed. But on the other hand, you don't want to kill yourself by overexerting yourself. So, so there has to be some type of middle ground, right, that we can get to, um, and, and and maybe scaling back a little bit on your goals. Maybe in the in the school example, maybe you take one class instead of two classes. Don't give up though. You know, maybe just just make some make them smaller, make them more more manageable tasks that will still press you forward. Um, but will help keep you sane, right? So to recap, some reasons you might be failing at goal making. Uh, number one, they're too vague, right? So what, what do we do? We make them clearer. We're specific um, and make goals that have a task attached to it so that it presses you forward. Even if it's even if it's one step at a time, that's, that's still one step closer to getting to where you want to get to, all right? Um, number two, you don't want it bad enough. You know, sometimes a new year rolls around and, you know, for the simple sake of make, I've done this before too, <laughs> for the simple sake of making a new year's resolution, we try to think of something that we kind of want, but we don't really want bad enough. So we, we make the goal, but we don't really stick to it. And then when we don't stick to it, we think, man, I'm such a failure because I, I, I committed to this and I, I, I didn't do it. So when you make a goal, ask yourself, well, how bad do I actually want this? Because there will be obstacles involved. You have to realize that. And if you don't want the prize bad enough, the obstacles won't be worth it. All right, so ask that question. Do, do I want this bad enough? And finally, uh, we're overwhelmed. If you're overwhelmed and, you're, and, and your goal pursuits are a contributing factor to that, simply scale it back. Don't quit. Maybe take a break. Um, if you're trying to get, a, you know, to a goal weight, but going to the gym every single day is time consuming for your life. It's adding stress to your life. We'll go every other day. Just don't quit. All right. So those are, those are three reasons. They're too vague. You don't want it bad enough. We're overwhelmed. I think if we're conscious about those things, we can kind of pay attention to them as we're setting our goals. Um, so, you know, we're, we're wrapping up 2019. We're welcoming a new year, more than just a year. We're, we're welcoming a, a new decade. And, man, I'm excited to see what, what the 2020s bring, um, what new trends we'll see, what new technology will be introduced. That always kind of excites me, um, what new discoveries are going to be found. The, the 2010s uh, gave us the rise of the smartphones. Everyone seems to have a smartphone these days. Um, it gave us meme culture. They're, they're, I mean, memes are just, they're just a part of our, our lives. <laughs> it gave us a rise of television streaming, social media influencers, uh, the consumption of cars that drive themselves, and fidget spinners. Those are a few things. So looking back, I don't know if to be proud or if to be disappointed. Either way, I am excited for this new year and this new decade. Um, and whatever type of year you had, you know, maybe maybe 2019 wasn't kind to you. Maybe the last few years haven't been too kind to you. But let me remind you, God is still sovereign. You are still his child. 
um, and he is still working all things together for those that love him. So, you know, your past doesn't define you, whether it's good or bad, rather your present will always determine your future. Remember that your present, what you do today will determine your tomorrow. And so one final thing I want to leave you with, um, dreams don't shape futures. Remember, a goal without a plan is just a wish. You can have the biggest dreams, but that does not mean that you're going to have the biggest future. Dreams don't shape futures. Habits shape futures. If you have habits that are not conducive to your goals, you will never accomplish them. So develop new and better habits that will help fuel um, you to everything that you need to accomplish your goals, right? Uh, And once again, if you're listening to this uh, and it's well past 2020, uh, this is still a message for you. If you enjoyed, please share it with someone. Um, And if if you would leave a, a rating or review, man, that would mean a whole lot to me. We're going to get back to our regular content. Um, next year, we have some really good shows already in the pipeline, already recorded, ready to be released. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Make sure you're subscribed. I want to wish everyone a happy new year. And the absolute last thing I want to do uh, before I go is is I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. If you're listening to this, um, I have a prayer for you. And um, um, if you're driving, don't obviously don't close your eyes, don't bow your head, keep your eyes on the road. But let me pray for you real quick because I genuinely wish you um, everything that God wants to, to to bring into your life. I want it to happen. And I, I wish you blessings. I wish you joy, uh, success, whatever that may look like. Uh, but I want to pray for you. Heavenly Father, I, I pray right now for whoever's listening to this. I pray that you give them everything that they lack, that your spirit has freely given. I pray that you bless them as as you, not us, would define the word bless. I pray that you keep us safe, uh, that you continue to see your children with favor. I pray that you replace sorrow for joy, laziness for motivation. I pray that you replace uh, weakness for strength and our will for your will. We love you, Lord, and we thank you. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you guys. I'll talk to you in 2020.